podcast aims to offer professional resources, practical tools, and inspiring conversations to teachers and parents in their quest for excellent education. And the trees are rainbow, and you'll see unicorn every now and then because that's not weird at all. We are rolling. Yay! We're so excited to be back in the studio for season two of Best Practices in Education, an Odyssey School podcast. My name is Corey Adams, and I'll be your host. For our first episode in season two, we listened to teachers reflect on their experience throughout the spring of 2021, and we asked all the teachers the same question. What nuggets of wisdom have you learned while teaching during the pandemic? Now we'll listen to our first grade teacher, Selma Neal. Teaching during COVID is something I never could have envisioned, and yet the ability of educators to transform their work in just a matter of days absolutely blew me away. As teachers, we are fiercely resilient and endlessly adaptable and creative, and we will always make a plan. This has really been highlighted throughout the time of the pandemic, but more important than all of that is our love for our students and the vital role that school plays in our sense of community and purpose and connection. I've always believed that teaching is about so much more than the content of the lessons, and the pandemic has only deepened the way that I value those aspects of education. Friendship, play, reflection, creativity, adventure, and growth, and laughter. I really miss laughing with my kids, and I can't wait to play and laugh with my class next year. Next, we hear Jessica Potter Bowers, our high school environmental design teacher. I found that my students, even though they were struggling with the change to online learning and all the other stress happening in their lives, still came to class every day and did their work and were prepared. And I was just impressed with how resilient they were and how honest they were when they weren't feeling resilient. And we just gave each other a lot of grace to not be okay. And I think that that's something that we should take into our daily lives moving forward because we never know other people's circumstances. And today they might not be okay. And we need to hold space for them. And now second grade teacher and elementary program director, Craig Deutsch. One thing I've gained in the last three months of teaching remotely during the pandemic is the recognition of the importance of relationships with the students. Even with remote learning, our students made gains and showed up to complete their assignments. We wouldn't have been able to accomplish what we did without the relationships we fostered with our students and their families throughout the year leading up to going remote. Our Spanish and college readiness instructor, Melissa Myers, shares more about tapping into the knowledge of teachers. The nugget of wisdom that I've gained in the time of COVID as a teacher has been how resourceful our teaching community is. And in the future, I'll definitely know to look inward to our community for resources and ideas and not panic if I don't think I have all the answers because between all of us, we have a lot of them. We have a lot of the answers. Third and fourth grade teacher Robin Skeen appreciates the importance of togetherness. During the months of teaching and the time of the pandemic, I have learned nuggets of wisdom. One, 
Um, it's not that I can mute everybody on Zoom and I can't do that in the classroom. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. But the true nugget of wisdom that I've learned is how desperate <clears throat> the kids really love being together and how heartbreaking it was for them to not be able to be in the classroom together and to watch them go through that and feel their pain through that was really hard. And I will hold it with me knowing what an important part of school being social is and being with their friends and feeling accepted and connecting with each other. And I will never forget how um, how much children really need that. And here's kindergarten teacher Shirley Rotolo. I've learned every day is a new day and to do the best that you can when navigating and exploring something new. This experience will always remind me that patience and the ability to meet a challenge step-by-step step is one of the most important gifts I can give to my students. Pre-K director Courtney Fincher dives deep into the neuroscience of connection. Being an early educator during a pandemic has been so challenging. It has really highlighted and validated what I've known, which is that our deepest work is relational. Our brains and nervous systems are developed to be in relationship. Neurobiologically, we feel safe when we feel connected and have a sense of belonging. So learning, curiosity, and empathy are more available when we feel seen and safe with others. Moving forward, I think we as educators will have the important role of prioritizing relational safety and social emotional learning. And it's especially challenging during this particular moment in history where there's so much fear about other humans. We'll have to be really creative, but if there's anyone up to the task, it's educators. Fifth and sixth grade teacher Jenny Einzig reflects on the importance of self-care. Self-care fuels revolutions, it fuels movements, it fuels our passions, and this time more than ever has really illuminated the importance of self-care in our daily lives. Moving forward, I am going to also make sure that in addition to my own self-care, uh, and incorporating it into my daily routine, that I'm passing that message along to students as well. That it's okay to take care of yourself and um, that in order to do anything that you really want to do, care for yourself is an essential component to that. Pre-K teacher T.K. Young shares about building relationships. What I've learned about teaching for these last three months during the pandemic is how key it is to build solid relationships with students and families and how to stay adaptable and flexible. Moving forward, I think I'm gonna be adding more tools for technology into my classroom and continuing to build on those strong relationships. Pre-K teacher Janelle Cooper touches on presence and using technology creatively. Teaching during the time of the pandemic has really taught me the extra importance of really being grounded and present in myself so that I'm truly available to connect with my students over technology. I'm also extremely grateful for technology. You know, we tend to have complicated relationship 
with our devices and whether it's a positive or a negative influence on us. And obviously it's both, um, but it's truly been a positive during this time. And I feel that, you know, it takes a bit of extra effort to connect with somebody while over video or over simply audio. It, it takes an extra level of really tuning into each other. And so I've just found that I have to really anchor myself so that I can connect with my students over technology and, and it is truly possible. This is Ellen in the office. What I've learned and what I want to carry forth is don't sweat the small stuff. And finally, we hear from lifetime kindergarten teacher Mary Virginia Bunker reflecting on the challenges teachers have faced throughout America's history from the lens of her personal family story. What wisdoms have I gained teaching during the pandemic and how will that wisdom influence my work as a teacher in the future? Mary Virginia Bunker. I personally love history and family history. I have teachers in my family tree that go back to 1790 in America through every generation. I have primary sources for the women and men in my family who taught in dame schools. For the three sisters who got in a covered wagon to head out west for their teaching assignments. And for one sweet young woman that got on the transcontinental railroad with her carpet bag, her Bible, her copy of Shakespeare, a copy of Tennyson, and a change or two of clothes. I have copies of their letters, their teaching certificates, their lists of school rules that belong to all those long-ago teachers that continue to inspire me with their dedication even long after their deaths. There were men and women, including my paternal grandparents, who got on a steamer and set off for parts unknown. We had one great-uncle, who taught the children of the Emperor of Korea and someone's cousin who taught the royal children in Singapore. My great-great-grandfather had eight children and teenagers at home. He was a full-time teacher, a full-time preacher, a part-time revival preacher, and a full-time farmer with 70 children in a one-room schoolhouse that was originally built for 15 students. He was teaching on the frontier in the middle of the Civil War. I can attest from my knowledge of history and from reading their letters that teaching has never been easy. And I myself am a lifelong career educator. Technology is a tool whose purpose is to transmit that which is essential from one generation to the next. Like the cave paintings, the glyphs, the papyrus, and all the other tools prior to this one, the purpose remains the same. Although I believed it for years, it's been brought home to me in many different ways during our periods of remote teaching. Our goal as educators is to use technology to collectively and relevantly transmit connection, relationship, and content knowledge about the human experience, the natural world, the cosmological world, and the invisible world. We need to engage students and use quality materials to transmit literacy, math, history, culture, and the sciences to students. Part of what many of us have tried to do paradoxically and simultaneously is to use technological mediums 
to retain as much of the experience of being face-to-face in a remote learning platform as possible, even though we're not in a face-to-face medium. We're trying to also explore new ways of innovating and transmitting universal human experiences and questions into our own contemporary field of education. Like the innovators of old, who tried to bring education to America in those earlier generations, we are standing on their shoulders and trying to do the same thing in a very different way. Like some of our predecessors, we have been challenged to find ways to educate children and teens as equitably, justly, and courageously and compassionately as possible. Even when our students and their families may have differing levels of skill, access to resources, family situations, etc. We have to ask ourselves and our colleagues and our educational institutions some really hard questions, all the while supporting families and communities from afar. This experience and challenge has given many of us a deeper respect for our families, the needs of our families, our students, the needs of our local neighborhoods, communities, and the dignity of our chosen profession. What I bring to the future of my teaching from this experience is a knowledge that while I may or may not always succeed, it's a worthy goal to try and translate the connection, the human experience, the relevance, and the magic of a face-to-face kindergarten classroom into a digital format. Pragmatically, we as instructors can continue to think about how to use technology in and out of the classroom in ways that are integral, multisensory, developmentally appropriate, in ways that engage our younger learners and interface the use of quality technology with low-tech and no-tech options altogether. Even with that, what our brave students, parents, teachers, and administrators are trying to do today is new. We are not braver or stronger or wiser than our predecessors, even though what we are doing is unprecedented in its scope and magnitude. This shift to distance instruction in a matter of hours, days, and weeks went from pre-K onward through adult learning. Learning to teach and co-teach through distance learning strategies to students and younger students and their families has been a very steep learning curve for many of us on many different levels. Personally, I want to stand and witness to the amazing creativity, resilience, and passion we are all trying to bring to our students in this very unique situation. As teachers and as parents and as administrators and as educators, we used our tools. We tried our best. We experimented and we were transformed in the process. We had our opportunities, our gratitudes, and our challenges. This has been our collective hero's journey in the midst of a challenging national situation. Like our generational lineage, our profession will never be able to go back to being the same as it was before. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode featuring so many teachers from different grade levels and programs. Thank you for joining us and come back next week for another episode of Best Practices in Education. This has been Best Practices in Education, an Odyssey School podcast. It was recorded here in our music studio in Asheville, North Carolina at Odyssey School, engineered by our music director, River Gargarian, and the original theme music was created by the Misfits of Cragberry, an Odyssey student band. Let's fly away in a cloud.
magic 